the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Go to cbburnett.com. AM 1280, The Patriot, is WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis. Intelligent Radio. With SRN News, I'm Michael Harrington in Washington. The United States is working to win the release of a detained journalist and other Americans in Russia. White House National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan said the U.S. has been in contact with Russian officials to press for the release of Wall Street Journal reporter Evan Gershkovich. I do not want to give false hope. What the Kremlin said earlier this week is correct. There have been discussions, but those discussions have not produced a clear pathway to a resolution. Last week, the U.S. ambassador to Moscow was allowed to visit Gershkovich for the first time since April. Greg Clugston, Washington. U.N. Secretary General Antonio Gutierrez says Sudan is on the brink of a full-scale civil war as fierce clashes between rival generals continue unabated today in the capital of Khartoum. He says the entire region could be destabilized. This is SRN News. Dr. Sebastian Gorka doesn't follow the president. Made it harder for people to buy stabilized braces. Put a pistol on a brace, it turns into a gun. You can have a higher caliber weapon, a higher caliber bullet coming out of that gun. That's weird. Putting a piece of plastic on the end of a gun makes it fire a different caliber weapon. I bring you the 46th Commander in Chief. America First with Dr. Sebastian Gorka. Afternoons at 2 on AM 1280. The Patriot. Intelligent Radio. If you like what you hear on air each day on AM 1280 The Patriot, drop by and give us a like on Facebook or follow us on Twitter. You can even visit us on the visual side of things by searching for AM 1280 The Patriot on Instagram. Connect soon on your preferred social media platform. Just search for AM 1280 The Patriot. Today's high, mid-80s, sunshine, while tonight's low dipping to about 66 degrees with some clear skies for the overnight. Monday warms up high around 90 with sunny skies for the afternoon. Portions of the following program may have been pre-recorded. Stand by for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And go launch sequence. Engineering. Go flight. Master control. Go flight. Studio engineer. Go flight. We are go for launch in T minus three, two, one. We have liftoff. The Northern Alliance Radio Network is on the air. Live and local from the AM 1280 The Patriot Studios in Egan, here is the closer, Brad Carlson. AM 1280 The Patriot. It is the Northern Alliance Radio Network. It is me, Brad Carlson. Yes, we're back in the Patriot Bunker after being away on an assignment last weekend. Hope you enjoyed your 4th of July holiday. You can check out my blog at bradcarlson.org. And we are here to take your phone calls, 651 289-4488. 289-4488. If you'd like to weigh in via Twitter, feel free to do so at hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show for any comments or questions. And as always, we appreciate you tuning in. And don't forget, we do have the live stream up and running of our, uh, at our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page. So uh, if you want to check us out there, feel free to do so. Leave a comment or question. And as always, thank you for tuning in. Again, hope you had a very blessed and safe Fourth of July uh, holiday, Independence Day, the 247th birthday of the United States of America. Uh, what 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 is it called? What is the 250th birthday called? That's coming up in a few years. I remember the the 200th birthday, of course, was bicentennial. But 250th is there a proper tennial word for it? I'll have to look that up. Uh, I am old enough to remember the bicentennial, by the way. That that is true. I I, I don't have any real tangible memories. Uh, about the celebration, other other than watching fireworks, of course. I was seven years old, okay, but uh, I am old enough to remember the bicentennial. So, looking forward to our two hundred fiftieth birthday coming up in a mere three years. How about that? 
Well, I bring all that up to say that I, I was wondering this past week, you know, because I, I am regularly engaged on, on social media. Uh, Semaquin, Semaquin Centennial. Thank you very much. That is the 250th uh, birthday. The Semaquin Centennial will be taking place in three years, 250th anniversary of the signing of the Declaration of Independence. Thank you, Spencer. Appreciate that. But I, I, I was pondering this past week because, you know, I am regularly engaged on all social media platforms. And by the way, I've I, I become part of the problem on threads now. Has everybody else joined threads? I got on threads. That's kind of the, the uh, uh, Facebook version of, of, of Twitter. People are thinking that it's going to replace Twitter. Uh, yeah, I'm skeptical. Uh, it's already been pointed out that Mark Zuckerberg... Uh, you know, Threads is kind of the meta version of Twitter. Meta, of course, owned by Mark Zuckerberg, uh, Facebook guru. And it's already been uh, pointed out that a lot of data has been collected of those people who have signed up on Threads because Zuck has a kind of a tendency to uh, uh, delve into people's uh, privacy, you know, when they assure you, oh, none of your private data will be uh, will be compromised. Yet he collects it all for some reason or another. Anyways, I digress. So look for me on threads, by the way, Brad underscore Carlson, for what that's worth. Because I'm engaged in all these social media platforms, I'm seeing a lot of crapping on America. And and I don't know if this is amplified because we have social media and therefore millions of people can literally blast out to their opinion to millions of others who happen to be on these platforms. Uh, you know, maybe this has been a thing for, for decades. People lamenting uh, America and poo-pooing Independence Day and, and everything else. Well, I bring this up because Ben and Jerry's, the virtue-signaling leftist ice cream moguls, came out, put out a tweet uh, this past week, uh, particularly specifically on the Fourth of July, saying this is Fourth of July. It's high time we recognize that the U.S. exists on stolen indigenous land and commit to returning it. Learn more and take action now. And they provide a link to their website and a petition you can sign to join the Land Back movement. And I'll just read an excerpt of this real quick. Uh, why are we talking about this? Meaning the Land Back movement, stolen land. Because on the 4th of July, many people in the U.S. celebrate liberty and independence, our countries and our own. But what is the meaning of Independence Day for those whose land this country stole, those who were murdered and forced with brutal violence onto reservations, those who were pushed from their holy places and denied their freedom? The faces on Mount Rushmore are the faces of men who actively work to destroy indigenous cultures and ways of life to deny indigenous people their basic rights. The indigenous-led land-back movement is all about restoring the rights and freedoms of indigenous people. It's about dismantling white supremacy. Drink! Because everything's about white supremacy, right? And systems of oppression and ensuring that indigenous people can again gain, or can again govern the land their communities called home for thousands of years. Well, uh, as Eric Erickson pointed out, conservative commentator, uh, I'm glad I'm glad more and more people are pushing back on this. Okay, because again, really, this is all about virtue signaling, white guilt, whatever else. I mean, Ben and Jerry are are some of the more vapid leftist commentators you'll find out there. I mean, they're business guys who started a successful ice cream uh, operation. And, you know, they're more than free to speak on on these issues, but they're really very vapid. I mean, I remember a couple of years ago where they were banning the sale of their ice cream in Israel. And they didn't call it Israel. They were calling it uh, occupied Palestinian territory. So, therefore, they were refusing to sell in Israel because they're occupying Palestinian land, land rightfully owned by Palestinians. And kudos to the left-wing gal that was sitting down doing this interview. She was part of the left-wing operation. Um, I think it was. I think it was either with. I think it was Vice or Now This. I can't remember which one of those left-wing outlets. I think it was Now This News. 
And she says, you know, that's all fine and good. We appreciate you taking the stand. But, um, you know, the state of Georgia, with their very radical abortion legislation, you're still selling ice cream in, in the state of Georgia. What's up with that? I mean, you're taking this bold stance, and we appreciate it, you know, not selling ice cream in Israel, but what about what about Georgia? And they, you know, they, they just kind of stumbled. They didn't really have a good rationale for why they continued to sell in Georgia because Georgia was putting forth legislation like a very restrictive abortion bill and, of course, the, uh, uh, the voting legislation that they put through a couple of years ago. They didn't really have an answer to that because they're shallow. They're vapid. All right? They're just... Basically going along with the latest left-wing chanting points without really understanding why they're going along with it. So I bring all this up to say that I'm glad there's some pushback against the stolen land movement. So, Spencer, we have that ready. Cut number one. Uh, conservative commentator Eric Erickson on his broadcast this past week kind of pushed back and said and basically came up with um, what land in this world isn't stolen land and kind of gives a different perspective on the stolen land narrative. This is cut number one. Land on which you and I rest was not stolen. It was conquered in conquest by people who came from Western civilization who were far more advanced, developed, and superior. They took the land from the native tribes of American Indians, and they settled it. And do you know what the Native Americans were doing before the British and the French and the Spanish showed up? They were killing each other and taking each other's land. There are no clean hands here. There was not some Eden into which the white men showed up, which is what the secular left religion wishes you to believe, that without Western civilization, Eden exists. The paradise exists. And the natives were happy vegetarians who loved each other and did not have a carbon output or carbon footprint and all was fine until Whitey showed up from Europe and everything went to hell in a handbasket. No, the land on which you... Okay, so (laughs) Eric Erickson basically uh, kind of laying it down there. So yeah, this 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 is high time pushback occurs because it's never as simple as as Eric said whitey just coming in and 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 wiping out the poor uh indigenous people who were peaceful and vegan and just didn't have any kind of carbon footprint it's never as simple as that there's always much more nuance but no one has any time for nuance when it when it's a when it's an attempt to have raw power and your ideology instilled broadly there's no time for any nuance. And uh, kudos to the uh, inimitable Walter Hudson, friend of the broadcast, uh, Minnesota State Representative out of the Albertville area. Uh, Walter clearly has had his fill of this virtue signaling, and he put out a long dissertation on social media uh, this past week. Uh, American land is not stolen. There are quite a few pathetic, blithering killjoys out on the 4th of July trying to vandalize this holiday and shame you for any patriotism you express as an American. It's nothing new. Most of the time, we just sigh, roll our eyes, and ignore them. But I, for one, am sick of granting them that grace. Their claim is a damn dirty lie with malevolent implications. It needs to be pushed back against hard. The land I stand on is mine. I have the receipts. My name is on the mortgage, and I pay the property taxes, same as any property owner. Calling our our land stolen implies a right to reclaim it. That's an implied threat. Sometimes the threat is carried out through public policy, like this year's successful effort by the Minnesota Democrats to hobble charitable gambling for communities statewide in order to boost tribal casino revenue. But sacrifices will never lift the threat. It will never be enough. There's no statute of limitations on your personal debt to people you may have never met. You stole their land, after all. And we're going to make you acknowledge the sin of your father until the time comes to pass the shame to your sons. Well, my answer is no. It's a simple yet powerful word. No. This isn't your land. It's mine. Now what? Now what are you going to do? Call me names? What additional names are you going to call me for taking the stance that you weren't already calling me? You know what you're not going to do? Come get your land back. That's because it's not yours and you know it. 
You know it. I know it. Even the simping white liberals who feign gasps and vapors on your behalf know it. We know because not a single one of them, not one, has given you their house. Not a single hand-wringing leftist ally has taken their share of your stolen land and given it back. Strangely, not a single Democrat has even once gifted their homestead to a tribe and then moved to another continent. That's what you would do if you actually believed that the land that you're standing on is stolen. So no, I'm not granting you any land acknowledgement. Instead, why don't you acknowledge the degree to which you live better than literal kings from ages past? Why don't you take a moment to acknowledge the common grace provided by the very people you demonize? Pick up a flag and wave it. Remove your hat and cover your heart. Recite the pledge and mean it. Then enjoy the innumerable blessings you benefit from as an American and just try to be a tiny bit grateful. Happy Fourth of July. So, whew. Walter, in, in only the way he can put it, just absolutely pulling no punches. And he's exactly right. Uh, for those of you who are, are claiming we're living on stolen land and we need to recommit to giving it back, we have two words for you. No, 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 not those two words. The two words? You first. You first! This is the same virtue signaling we hear from the environmentalist movement. With that, from Al Gore and John Kerry and the like who demand that we reduce our carbon footprint. Stop using your gas-powered mowers. Stop driving around in your gasoline-powered vehicles. You know, live in a smaller house. You don't need that big a house. Think how much energy it takes to heat that house in the winter or to cool it in the summer. You know, reduce your carbon footprint. And it's from the same people that demand that you and I reduce our carbon footprint, are fl- literally flying in high-powered private jets across the world to lecture on climate. I mean, that's some high-octane irony. Pardon the pun, high-octane. That's some high-octane irony right there. And a lot of chutzpah, too. And whenever Al Gore is pressed on that, say, yo, Al Gore, um, you know what? You're, you're, you're no longer married to Tipper. You're kind of living alone. Why don't you just live in a a little uh, one-room condominium and drive around in a a Toyota Prius and do your all your climate lectures via Zoom meeting? If 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 you're so committed to the carbon footprint being reduced, and his excuse always is, "Well, well, I'm 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 carbon neutral." So basically, what that is is he's saying people have committed to reducing their carbon footprint, and what carbon they aren't using, they're allowing me to use. I've never understood that logic. Carbon isn't being reduced, if that's your logic. Okay, and I don't mean to go on an environmentalist creed here, but the point is, is that the people who do the biggest lecturing on what we need to give up, what we need to reduce, whatever else, they're not willing to do it themselves. And oh, by the way, um, how awkward was this? After Ben and Jerry's uh, virtue signaling tweet, there was a there was a Vermont Native American chief, you know Vermont, the state of Vermont, where Ben and Jerry's has their headquarters. That says, uh, "Yo, Ben and Jerry, you know where your headquarters are located uh, here in Vermont?" Yeah, um, that is actually legitimately on stolen land. Awkward. So six five one two eight nine four four eight eight is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. And don't forget, we do have our live stream up and running at our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page if you'd like to weigh in there as well or just watch the broadcast. Brad Carlson, the closer, back in mere moments. Go nowhere. There's too much confusion. From Elk River to the Congo River and Cannon Falls to Niagara Falls, we go where you go. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. 
Dennis Prager here. Join us in Israel this fall. Soon, time will run out, and then you'll regret you didn't go, I promise. Mike Gallagher and I are headed back to Israel in October with our trusted partner, Inspiration Cruises and Tours. Don't miss this incredible opportunity to stand with Israel. That's the name of the tour. We'll be visiting amazing places in the Holy Land designed to encourage and captivate you at every turn. Visit StandWithIsraelTour.com and sign up today. In Israel, we'll explore some of the most fascinating sites from religious and political history. We'll walk on the streets of Jerusalem, sail the Sea of Galilee, float in the Dead Sea. In fact, you could even sit in the Dead Sea with all its healing and rejuvenating effects and visit the Western Wall, a spiritual experience you will always remember deeply, fondly. Our expert guides will help explain the significance of every site, and our food and accommodations are specifically designed with you in mind. No other trip will be like the Stand with Israel Tour. Sign up today to travel with Mike Gallagher and me this October. Call 855-565-5519 or just visit StandWithIsraelTour.com. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-884-9018. 800-884-9018. That's 800-884-9018. C.S. Lewis once said, Education without values seems to make man a more clever devil. A Christian education is the solution to this problem and can be yours for half price for your child's first year. TwinCitiesTuitions.com and area schools are working together to make this a reality for families just like yours. Now you can equip your child with the knowledge and moral foundation needed for them to make an impact in today's world. To see the full list of participating half-off tuition institutions, go to TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Are you about to sign an order for siding, roofing, or windows, but you're worried that the price is too high? Keep them honest by contacting me at GetMy3Quotes.com, and I'll email competitive quotes your way. That's the number three, GetMy3Quotes.com. Hey, welcome back. AM twelve eight of the Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Thanks as always for tuning in. 651-289-4488. That is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag NARN Show for comments or questions. And don't forget, you can check out our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page where we have a live stream of the broadcast up and running. And our uh, good friend, Wild Wilson, as always, uh, checking in from uh, the Lone Star State down there in Texas. Wild, always good to hear from you, sir. Thank you for tuning in. And thank you to everybody uh, for checking us out as well. Uh, Mitch and I both back from assignment this weekend. Uh, <laughs> we, we attempted a makeshift uh, Facebook Live on our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page last weekend because there was so much news going on to the week leading up to the first weekend in July. But yet both of us were on assignment, and it's like, well, let's do a Facebook Live, and that was an abysmal failure. We couldn't figure out how to get both of us on a Facebook Live. Uh, hopefully we can figure that out eventually. We ended up doing a Zoom meeting where a couple of folks uh, checked in, but uh, uh, it was just an opportunity for Mitch and I to kind of, uh, oh, I don't know, rant a little bit, kind of a cathartic exercise because neither of us were on the air last weekend. But uh, we're back this weekend, and uh, glad that you are able to tune in. One of the, speaking of the Supreme Court decisions from a week and a half ago, uh, there was obviously a lot to talk about. One of the uh, cases I wanted to focus on specifically was uh, 303 Creative versus uh, Alanis, which was a case that basically was ruled that Americans have freedom of speech. And the woeful mischaracterization that occurred from multiple media outlets uh, left-wing politicians and uh, those who are left of center in their political views. 
Uh, it was just absolutely disgusting how this case was mischaracterized. And it shouldn't be a surprise, but it still does not make it any less galling. Basically, this was uh, had to do with a website designer, the proprietor of 303 Creative. It was a Colorado website designer by the name of Lori Smith that said she, as a devout Christian, does not want to have to be put into a position to use her creative talents to communicate a message on websites that she designs that violate her beliefs. And an example that was put forth was she believes in the sanctity of marriage, and specifically that marriage is biblically based and is solely between one man and one woman. So therefore, if a homosexual couple were to come to her and say, we'd like you to design a website celebrating our nuptials, their you know, same-sex marriage. That would violate her religious beliefs that marriage is strictly between a man and a woman. And the Supreme Court agreed, saying, yes, there should be no compelled speech. This is a First Amendment issue, and therefore, no one should be compelled to convey a message, whether it's personally or within their business, that violates their deeply held beliefs. And what does the mainstream media do and LGBTQ activists do? Well, I think it's pretty predictable what they did. They said, well, look at this. This Supreme Court, which we've been telling you, is pretty sketchy, illegitimate. They decided that it's okay to discriminate a certain against a certain segment of the population. And you have these people with huge social media followings, these celebrities, and I'm not going to name their names because I'm not going to, you know, you could find them out there, I'm sure, pretty easily. But there are some, particularly entertainers, which broke my heart, not surprisingly, but they broke my heart because they were so misguided and ignorant. Saying, well, Supreme Court, look at that. They, they, they basically legalized discrimination. And no. No, they did not. They didn't say that you can decide to not do business and not publicly accommodate gay and lesbian couples. They said nothing of the sort. In fact, Lori Smith, the founder of this 303 Creative website company, came out and said, look, I will gladly work with LGBTQ couples, LGBTQ individuals. You know, this has... this. People so misconstrued what occurred in this case. This really didn't even have to do with religion, because that's another thing people doing. Well, you're using religion as an excuse to discriminate against people. No. Think about it this way. If you approached, say there was a, a, a homosexual who has a business, a painting business. Say, you know, there's a homosexual gentleman He's an artist. You know, he does paintings for a living. And there is someone who would come to him and say, I want you to paint for me a painting, a mural that conveys an anti-gay message. It has nothing to do with religion. It just has to do with someone who is anti-gay. All right? You cannot force that artist to make that mural because that would obviously violate this artist's beliefs, deeply held beliefs, not not even religious beliefs, deeply held beliefs, okay? You can't compel that artist to do that. It's as simple as that. It's also as simple as trying to compel a, a Muslim, oh, say there's a Muslim artist, to paint a painting skewering the prophet Muhammad. You can't compel that artist to do that. And rightly so. So really, this is finally the Supreme Court ruling broadly on compelled speech. Now, this has been an issue for probably probably close to a decade now. It all started with Jack Phillips, the proprietor of Masterpiece Cake Shop down in Colorado, where a gay couple wanted him to design a cake to celebrate their gay wedding. And he said, well, no, I, I don't, I'm not going to do that because it conveys a message I don't believe in. And they tried to sue him into Bolivian. And, and there's con- there's been people constantly trying to force this guy out of business because he won't acquiesce to their worldview. And this never made any sense to me whatsoever, that you would try to compel 
somebody to do something they didn't want to do, that you would try to force people to be part of a celebration, supposedly a happy day in your life that disagrees with that union. That never made any sense to me. But this was ruled on in 2018 very narrowly because the Colorado Civil Rights Commission came forth and said, well, this violates our anti-discrimination laws, so you, Jack Phillips, you have to kind of Uh, go to some sort of sensitivity training to kind of become more sensitive to the needs of LGBTQ community. And the Supreme Court ruled, uh, no, he doesn't. He has a right to religious beliefs. But that was only, that was a very narrow ruling. It didn't open it up to a full First Amendment issue. And when we come back, we'll, we'll talk about that in more detail and how Again, people were mischaracterizing this uh, particular uh, particular case. So Brad Carlson, the closer, back with another segment coming up in the broadcast. Again, free to take your phone call, 651-289-4488. Go nowhere. Dennis Prager here. Sue and I mean it when we say dogs are part of our family and there's nothing like their loyal companionship. So we provide them with Rough Greens, R-U-F-F, because we want them to feel healthy and be with us as long as possible. I know Charlie Kirk feels the same way. The Pragers and I couldn't agree more. I rely on my trusted furry friend, Mr. Briggs, who's an absolute machine, and he relies on me to provide what's best for him. Naturopathic Dr. Dennis Black has packed Rough Greens, not a dog food, but a supplement full of vitamins, minerals, digestive enzymes, and omega oils that Mr. Briggs absolutely needs and loves. Trying Rough Greens for your dog just makes sense. Greetings, naturopathy Dr. Dennis Black here. I'm honored that the Pragers and Charlie trust their dog's health to Rough Green. I'm so confident that Rough Green can help your dog too that I'm offering you a free Jumpstart trial bag. Just cover the shipping. Yes, dog food is dead food, but it doesn't have to be. Go to ruffgreens.com. You want to feel important? You want to be part of something bigger, something that matters and can help change things. You want to feel like you belong. We felt that way too. I'm Lieutenant Colonel Ryan Rossman from Chisholm, Minnesota, and that's why we did something about it. We aren't just Minnesota Army National Guard soldiers. We are people just like you, and together we can make a difference. Take on your legacy. Visit nationalguard.com forward slash MN to find out more. Sponsored by the Minnesota Army National Guard, aired by the Minnesota Broadcaster Association and this station. Jim and I knew of Robbinsdale Women's Center, but didn't really know them until we toured. We were astonished by the amazing facilities and the genuine love and care the staff showed each woman that walked through the doors. That tour began our partnership with Robbinsdale Women's Center. Cindy and I have witnessed RWC's fiscal stewardship of our financial gifts. Being on the board has allowed me to see the careful discernment and prayerful thought that goes into every decision at Robbinsdale Women's Center. RWC receives no government funding and is debt-free. RWC owns all their assets and is 100% donor-supported. We're amazed at the number of abortion-minded women they serve. Weekly, five women, initially at risk of aborting their pregnancies, instead choose life. Join Cindy and I in supporting Robbinsdale Women's Center. Your gift will bring hope and life. Go to rwcinfo.org and help more mothers choose life. Let's make a difference. rwcinfo.org. Record-setting four-time Emmy Award winner Michelle Tafoya discusses politics and the state of our culture, free from mainstream media pressures. That means you'll find unhindered commentary and astute observations that bring greater depth to the topic at hand. Insight from subject matter experts and thought leaders round out the conversation. Watch the Michelle Tafoya podcast free on YouTube or stream via Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SalemPodcastNetwork.com. Hey, welcome back. AM 1280 The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Thanks so much for tuning in. And here to take your phone call, 651-289-4488. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show for comments or questions. And don't forget our live stream at our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page where you can watch the broadcast as well and leave a comment or question there. Thank you, as always, for tuning in. Uh, talking about the uh, blatant mischaracterization, and, and it was a deliberate mischaracterization because I refuse to believe uh, some of these people are that stupid uh, or 
may, I, may, I chalk it up to willful ignorance. Um, but of course, journalism these days, it's not about reporting facts. It's all about establishing narratives. And really, that's, that's what it is in this, uh, this case about uh, 303 Creative LLC versus Elenis, in that it's a convenient narrative. That they can push, say, well, the court, they, that, you know, this court we've been telling you is illegitimate. Well, quad era demonstratum, look at this. They're looking to marginalize a community of people, the LGBTQ community, and nothing could be further from the truth. Uh, David uh, French wrote an op ed at the New York Times. David French, a former attorney, by the way, worked uh, 20 years in full time litigation. This case was not, as it is his as it has been widely described, about whether a website designer could refuse gay customers. That would be both illegal and immoral, and I would not participate in such a case. Indeed, the party stipulated that the web designer, Lori Smith, was willing to work with all people regardless of classifications such as race, creed, sexual orientation, and gender. And she will gladly create custom graphics and websites for clients of any sexual orientation. She was simply not willing to design websites that contained messages that violated her religious beliefs. The case was not about whether a business could refuse to provide goods or services, but whether it could refuse to generate specific expressions with which it disagreed. Here the parties agreed that all of the graphic and website design services Smith provides are expressive and that the websites and graphics Smith designs are original, customized creations that contribute to the overall messages her business conveys. That's it. That's it. The Civil Rights Act was passed nearly 60 years ago, and public accommodations is very clear. You can't refuse to serve somebody based on their race or sexual orientation. And this ruling preserves that. But what it clearly states is you cannot compel somebody to express themselves in a way that, again, violates their deeply held beliefs. And it doesn't even have to be religious. Okay? and. What's sad about this is I would dare say that media and left-wing elected officials who are mischaracterizing this case uh, are complicit in the death threats that, sadly, Lori Smith has received as a result. Uh, This is from uh, the Epoch Times talking about this particular case. Uh, Lori Smith, the Colorado website designer at the heart of the Supreme Court a landmark 303 Creative versus Ellenist June 30 decision upholding every American's freedom of speech is receiving a barrage of increasingly intense harassment, including serious death threats following the 6-3 ruling. Especially in the last week, despite the victory last week, I do continue to face horrific attacks, people saying that they hope I would be raped. They want to burn my house down. They know where I live, and they want to come kill me and my family, Miss Smith told the Epoch Times on July 5 in an exclusive interview. Our security team is monitoring all of the comments that come in very, very closely to determine the best way to protect Lori and to take action consistent with the threat, said Kelly Fedorik, Senior Counsel and Government Affairs Director for the Alliance Defending Freedom, the public interest law firm that has represented Ms. Smith throughout her case. We cannot share any more about the internal conversations we are having, but it is deeply disheartening to see Lori experience vicious harassment and death threats over her stand for all Americans' free speech and the U.S. Supreme Court's decision that just affirmed both those who agree and those who vehemently disagree with Lori have the right to say what they believe without fear of government punishment. So this, I think, is the spirit of the 4th of July and what some of the founders were facing when they signed that document claiming that this country's independence from British rule. This embodies the spirit in that they know there's, to say the very least, going to be significant 
pushback and at worst living under fear of death. And Lori Smith, knowing how polarizing today's culture is, specifically when it comes to the LGBTQ community, that anything resembling looking at this community sideways, you know, just giving them a side eye, they want to they practically want to throw you into a re-education camp. But she knew standing up for her rights, it wasn't just about her and her business, and who knows how her business will fare after this. But she she the way she's conveying this, it it's a it's a greater cause, and that is standing up for the free speech rights of all Americans. And I applaud her for that. Because this ruling sets it up, it finally establishes it where, yes, you do not have to be compelled to engage in speech that you have no desire to. While at the same time, it upholds the one of the very tenets of the Civil Rights Act, which is public accommodations. You can't discriminate against anybody. You can't discriminate against anybody based on their race or sexual orientation. Meaning, what Lori Smith did not attempt to do. Yeah, she'll work with gay couples. She'll work with couples of any sexual orientation, of any race. Provided they don't ask her to do something that violates her deeply held beliefs. This isn't difficult. And yet you have supposed intelligent people in mainstream media, as well as our elected officials, coming out saying that the Supreme Court ruling set back the LGBTQ community and their rights. And it did nothing of the sort. And how ironic is this, that also on the 4th of July, that a federal judge ruled that the Biden administration can't collaborate with social media companies to censor social media posts. I'd love to see a Venn diagram of people who are saying that the Supreme Court ruling is illegitimate because it violates, it's it's discriminatory and violates LGBTQ rights, and also people who are saying that it's perfectly fine for the Biden administration to collaborate with social media companies to censor what they deem as misinformation. Yeah, what, Spencer, I'll tell you what, why don't we take a break a little early because I want I want a little more time. Uh, for this final segment to to get into that uh, particular ruling that came out, uh, ironically or unironically, on the uh, 4th of July. So when we come back, we'll talk about that. And again, available, take your phone call, 651-289-4488. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag N-A-R-N show. That's hashtag NARN show. Or check us out at our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page where we have the live stream up and running. Brad Carlson, The Closer, coming back with one final segment this hour. Go nowhere. From Zambroda to Zambia and Detroit Lakes to some lake in Detroit, we're where you are. Find Intelligent Talk anytime by streaming AM 1280 The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. I appeal to you to fight. I fully recognize not everyone has a fighting nature, but everyone can help fighters. What's wrong is not to do either. If the troops have no supplies, the troops are worthless. This station is a fighter, so there's a very simple way for you to help this station, and that is just patronize their sponsors. Help us continue to keep the Twin Cities right by supporting the local businesses you hear on this station. Can your IRA stand up to the next financial crisis that our top economists are saying is at our doorsteps? By allocating a percentage of your IRA into physical gold and silver with a tax-free rollover, you can diversify and safeguard your holdings from turbulent markets and economic downturns by putting your IRA back on the gold standard. Find out how to safeguard your assets with a tax-free rollover with a Genesis Gold IRA. The only IRA that can hold physical precious metals. Call now for your free gold and silver report. Protect your IRA today with one simple phone call and learn how to qualify for up to $10,000 in free silver. Call Genesis Gold Group, empowering faith-driven stewardship. 800-504-1123. 800-504-1123. 
800-504-1123. That's 800-504-1123. What is your healing power? Maybe your healing power is helping veterans with PTSD, traumatic brain injuries, depression, anxiety, or loneliness. Is your healing power a simple heartfelt letter or being a volunteer? It is estimated that over a half a million current warfighters will return from service diagnosed with PTSD and 22 veterans will commit suicide every day. Our veterans have paid the ultimate sacrifice for our country. At HealVets.org, you can find out more about the healing power of pen pals, volunteers, therapy kits, and more. Discover your healing power at HealVets.org. Help Heal Veterans, together with you, has been helping one recovering veteran at a time. We are helping veterans heal together. What is your healing power? To find out about your power, visit HealVets.org. This PSA is sponsored by Help Heal Veterans. TheFishTwinCities.com is streaming your favorite contemporary Christian artists like Matthew West, Toby Mack, for King and Country, and many more. Stream along at TheFishTwinCities.com, download the free app, or listen on your Amazon smart speaker. Hey, welcome back. AM 1280 The Patriot. Alliance Radio Network. It's me, Brad Carlson. Thanks always for tuning in. One final segment this hour. So feel free to give us a call, 651-289-4488, or feel free to weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show for any comments or questions. Uh, this from thefederalist.com earlier this week. Uh, in Missouri v. Biden, there a judge checks government power because corporate media won't. Uh, there was a ruling that came down from uh, Judge Dowdy which indicate the right to free speech is not a member of any political party and does not hold any political ideology. It is the purpose of the free speech clause of the First Amendment to preserve an uninhibited marketplace of ideas in which truth will ultimately prevail. Now, this was in response to a report that the Biden administration was collaborating with social media companies to uh, flag posts which they deemed was... uh, misinformation, particularly during the COVID-19 pandemic. And I want to do a a quick flashback to, I believe this was from the, uh, let me look this up, summer of 2021. Yeah, July of 2021, where then uh, Biden administration press secretary Jen Psaki was uh, asking, they were talking about uh, social media companies and uh, posts that alleged to contain Misinformation. So, again, this is from July 2021. Flashback to almost two years ago this week. Spencer, if we have that ready, uh, cut number two. This is then Press Secretary Jen Psaki. We're in at this point. You went through kind of the top line details of this yesterday, but can you elaborate a little bit on the Facebook administration to Facebook flagging of disinformation? And there's also some reporting uh, that we've had that Facebook maybe hasn't been uh, as proactive as the White House would like it to be in response to some of the flagging. So the process of how the flagging works and then whether Facebook has been amenable to those requests. Sure. Well, I would say first, it shouldn't come as any surprise that we're in regular touch with social media platforms, just like we're in regular touch with all of you and your media outlets about uh, areas where we have concern, uh, information that might be useful, information that may or may not be interesting to your viewers. You all make decisions just like the social media platforms make decisions, even though they're a private sector company and different, but just as an example. So we're regularly making sure social media platforms are aware of the latest narratives dangerous to public health that we and many other Americans seeing are seeing across all of source social and traditional media. And we work to engage with them to better understand the enforcement of social media platform policies. So let me give you an example just to illustrate it a little bit. Uh, the false narrative that remains active out there about COVID-19 vaccines causing infertility, something we've seen out there flowing on the internet quite a bit in other places Whoops. as well, which has been disproven time and time again. Actually, this is troubling. 
uh, but a persistent narrative that we and many have seen, and we want to know that the social media platforms are taking steps to address it. That is inaccurate, false information. If you are a parent, you would look at that information, and that would naturally raise concerns, but it's inaccurate. Uh, and that is an example so of look the kind elsewhere. of information Give that we are second opinion, or raising. And then has Facebook been as proactive as the White House would like? Okay, so yeah, uh, we'll, we'll stop right there. Uh, so this is just in case the White House tries to deny that this was a coordinated effort when their press secretary two years ago said that very thing that it was. And again, uh, preside- this is from the uh, Federalist.com. Presiding Judge Terry Doty's lengthy opinion proved a veritable treasure trove of details of behind-the-scenes effort by our government to silence dissenting voices. And his extensive exposition of First Amendment law and his accompanying analysis of the preliminary facts uncovered through limited discovery provided a solid basis for his ruling that the plaintiffs would likely prevail on their free speech claims that were premised on, quote, the White House and numerous federal agencies pressuring and encouraging social media companies to suppress free speech. So there you have it. The government particularly during the COVID-19 pandemic, you could argue was one of the biggest purveyors of misinformation. Okay, basically coming out, well, I mean, again, all trust was lost in our public institutions pretty much early on, like when Dr. Fauci at the beginning of the pandemic in, in, in 2020 encouraged people, he said, told people, don't go out and get face masks. It's a waste of time. It's not going to help against this kind of virus. Just Just don't bother to do it. And then later they were ramping up pressure for states to institute mask mandates. It's like, whoa, 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 wait, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Dr. Fauci, at the very beginning of this pandemic, you said, don't go out and get face masks. Now you're encouraging states to mandate them? What's what's going on here? Well, well I, I just said that because I didn't want people to go out there and uh, buy up all the masks. Our medical professionals needed them. So he basically admitted he lied to protect the medical professionals so they could get them get access to them much quicker. Okay, so there wouldn't be so they wouldn't be hoarded. So right then and there you you understand why people didn't have any trust in their institutions because wait a minute, you just admitted you lied. And then he comes out and, and then they come out and say, well, if you get once the vaccines became readily available, if you get this vaccine, you're 100% protected, you have no threat of being infected with the, with with the vaccine with the uh, with the virus, I should say. That turned out to be not true. And then you have the head of the CDC, Rochelle Walensky, when she was, you know, speaking of infertility, talking about women being concerned about infertility, she came out and said, well, I, I think pregnant people are, are just fine taking this vaccine. Pregnant people. Pregnant people. You have a head of a medical organization, and she's referring to women as pregnant people, implying that, yeah, men, men could get pregnant. You know, it was along the same lines of CNN uh, referring to women as people with a cervix. I mean, honest to God, this this is why if you wonder why people are susceptible to misinformation, as you call it, it's because you aren't providing any accurate information. If anything, you're gaslighting in some areas. And the reason that people are susceptible to information is you talk about these media companies as I've said in multiple segments this hour, they're engaging in nothing but narrative journalism. They aren't engaging in conveying facts and just giving the facts to allow the people to disseminate them. No, everything has a narrative to it. And I don't care what network you watch. Everybody is engaging in narrative journalism these days. There's just no straight conveying of facts anymore. So if you want, if you want to know how misinformation, disinformation is taking hold, there's your answer right there. And the, the idea that she lumps these two in, well, you know, we're, we're, we're just com- communicating with these social media companies the same we would with your, with your news network or with your newspaper. Yeah, but the difference is newspapers are held to a different standard because they're publishers. If they deliberately publish anything that is just factually incorrect, okay, they could be subject to a lawsuit if they don't correct the record or if they willfully put out something that's incorrect. Okay, yeah, that could there could be legal implications there, but a social media company that's a platform. 
and therefore people can put out there whatever they so desire. You can you can argue whether that's virtuous, you can argue whether that's dangerous or not, but the fact is a platform like Facebook, like Twitter, okay, they are under no threat to be sued for what users put out there. And again, I'm all for private companies like Facebook and Twitter. You can argue again the uh, the temerity of this, but they are free to moderate content the way they say fit. They are free to put forth standards the way they see fit. But guess what? If they're inconsistent in the way that they uphold these standards, the way they enforce these policies, yeah, they should be called out on it because it was very clear, especially on Twitter, conservative posts, posts that had a conservative bent like uh, the New York Post story talking about the Hunter Biden laptop just before the election, the fact that that was completely nuked and censored and prevented from being put on the platform. Okay. Yeah, it was very clear there was only one way of enforcement. So kudos to this judge in the Missouri v. Biden uh, opinion, basically putting, uh, uh, basically preventing uh, the administration from at least for now, until this is ultimately ruled, from collaborating with social media companies. Again, uh, as this judge said that, uh, well, I'll just read this. Um, No, I just lost it. Yeah. Uh, Judge Dowdy put it quite simply. The government does not have a right to determine the truth. Amen on that. Amen. Particularly when government officials, some of the stuff that they were putting forth that turned out to be woefully inaccurate. But they just shrugged their shoulders and say, oh, well, we were just trying to protect the, we were just going with the information that we saw fit at the time and trying to protect people from getting this virus. You know, and and like I say, the classic example I use is Dr. Fauci saying, don't go out and get a mask, you know, at the beginning of this pandemic. He said, don't go out and get a face mask. It's a waste of time. Well, he admitted later he said that because he didn't want people to go out and hoard masks because he wanted to save those for the medical professionals, the people who really needed them, the frontline responders. Okay? But yet, these are the same people who should get to determine what shows up on these platforms. And Twitter, the way it is now, Twitter is imperfect as it is now. At least you have Twitter users being able to enforce it on their own, where when a lot of this left-wing bilge that's put out there There's community notes attached to it, providing clarification. That's all a user-type thing. It isn't coming from the government. Heck, it isn't even coming from the owners of the platform. It's coming from those who use it. That's the way it should be. So uh, kudos to Judge Doty for this ruling, no question about it. So hour number one in the books, hour number two coming back in mere moments. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance, Radio Network. Back in a few. Closing time, turn all of the lights on over every boy and every... Are you looking for trusted insight and knowledge on how the eyes reflect the connection between health, lifestyle, sports, and nutrition? Tune into my show, Open Your Eyes Radio, Saturday at 9 a.m. with me, Dr. Kerry Gell. I'm an optometrist with more than three decades of experience, a keen interest in longevity and lifestyle, with a never-ending focus on the four basic principles of health, nutrition, exercise, stress reduction, and sleep. Listen and learn with me every Saturday at 9 a.m. here on AM1280, The Patriot. At am1280thepatriot.com, you guide the conversation. Mike. Gallagher's thoughts on prayer. What is it about the gun debate in America that makes the left mock prayer? Life is challenging and difficult. Prayer and our faith is lacking. I heard Mark Davis play a clip of somebody who said, you can take your prayers over shooting victims and put them where the sun don't shine. Saying that about prayer, when people pray, For healing and comfort after a horrible crime or a death. And I want you to hear what religious bigotry sounds like. Because that's just a bigot. Visit am1280thepatriot.com. Click on hosts and search for whatever's on your mind. You'll find a deep archive of intelligent commentary. 
Are you the parent of a two to seven year old? Listen closely for an exciting free radio offer. By now you've probably heard of ABC Mouse, the Parents' Choice Award winning online learning program that's actually changing the lives of early learners everywhere. ABC Mouse is like a little one-on-one -on -one teacher. It has helped her so much. Right now we're offering a special radio promo to try it free for a month, but you have to go to abcmouse.com slash radio to claim your free month. That's abcmouse.com slash radio. Sponsored by Age of Learning. If you have ever thought about remodeling your bathroom but were worried it would take too long or cost too much, then stop worrying. Right now, Jacuzzi Bath Remodel has designed a collection of high-quality custom products and perfected the one-day remodeling experience so you can enjoy your new bathroom faster than ever before. It's a worry-free bath remodel from the most trusted brand name in the business, Jacuzzi. For a virtual or in-home appointment, call 800-826-9895. That's 800-826-9895. 800-826-9895. Cable news. Noisy, out of touch, on repeat. Tired of all the lookalikes? So are we. Salem News Channel is here to change the game. Streaming 24-7, free on your TV, with the greatest collection of conservative voices. Home to Dinesh D'Souza, Andrew Wokow, Brandon Tatum, and more. Like you, we say what's wrong and what's right. Unfiltered and unapologetic. Salem News Channel. We're the answer to the mainstream. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.